Hey everybody, I'm Dr. Andy Rourke and this episode of the Kona Shame Show is sponsored and brought to you by the fine folks at PSI Vet. We're going to be talking about their new healthcare initiative and what it can mean for getting healthcare for our veterinary clinic staff. Guys, I hope you enjoy it. If you have any questions or comments, always send them in by email. That email address is podcast at drandyrook.com. That's podcast at d-r-a-n-d-y-r-o-a-r-k.com. Let's get into this episode. This is your show. We're glad you're here. We want to help you in your veterinary career. Welcome to the Cone of Shame with Dr. Andy Rourke. Hey, everybody. I am here with Kelly Fusco, CVT, uh, from PSI Vet. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing today? I'm really good. I haven't seen you since the VMX conference in Orlando early this year. You guys were doing a um, a launch event, correct? Yeah, that's correct. We were talking about our healthcare initiative there. Um, so we had invited some members and non-members to come in and hear us talk about what we're kind of trying to do in the industry. Ah, and me being a VIP that I am, <laughs> I totally got invited and came at the end and took a beer. <laughs> that was awesome. But you presented there. Um, let's let's we're gonna unpack that in a little bit. I want I want to get into healthcare and vet medicine. That's what we're talking about today. And um, and let's let's start to unpack this. Tell me a little bit about your background. You and I almost crossed paths in Gainesville, Florida. But uh, but you were leaving as I was coming in to the University of Florida. You were a technician there, correct? That is correct. Yeah. So I was a tech. I've been in the industry for about 20 years now. Surprisingly, I don't know how that's possible. But um, <laughs> so I started, you know, back in 99, 2000. Um, and I pretty much kind of did every aspect of veterinary medicine. My favorite was emergency critical care. So I did that mostly. But when I was at UF, I was the neurotech. Um so, uh, and then I probably three or four years ago left to kind of go on the other side of the industry okay. um, to see what that was like. What did you, what did you make that jump? Like what, what appealed to you out in, I'm always just fascinated by this. What, what appealed to you in, in the industry side of medicine? Like, where were you, what was that transition? Cause I know we have a lot of technicians that listen, uh, as well, a lot of doctors and stuff too. And what, what's the thought process when you were like, I'm ready to, to make this move. It was really hard for me and probably the similar ones to a lot of what that, tech space today, which is, um, you know, I had capped out salary wise. So mm -hmm. I hadn't made any more money in probably five or seven years. Um, I had really seen because I had done so many cool different aspects of veterinary medicine. I'd seen so many great cases. Nothing was really surprising me anymore. Um, I was working in general practice at the time and an opportunity just presented itself and I really weighed my pros and cons and just decided that it was the right time. I was also yeah. experiencing a good bit of kind of um, compassion fatigue also. So it was just, it was a really good time for me to kind of step away. It's it's such a, a common story. I think a lot of us get get to the places in our career and we sort of topped out or we're, or we're just ready for another challenge, things like that. But you know, your your comment about um, about topping out in salary, I, I think that that's very true for a lot of our uh, for a lot of our technicians or a lot of our support staff. And I think a lot of practice owners really wrestle with that because we want to retain staff. It's, you know, we want great technicians to stay on in the practice. We want to be able to keep our great people who we invest into, and. Um, a lot of practices are looking and trying to figure out 
how they're going to do that. And that was actually the, the episode. It was an uncharted uh, vet podcast, which is the other podcast that I do with Stephanie Goss. And we were talking about uh, benefits and perks for support staff and retaining technicians and things like that and, and not letting them leave to go to the practice down the street. And, um, and part of that we got to at the end was we started talking about healthcare and do we provide health insurance for our support staff and how do we provide health insurance for our support staff and stuff like that. And that's actually when you, when, uh, I think when you and I sort of connected on this topic was you were like, Hey, I'd love to talk about this as a technician who's working on some healthcare initiatives and things like that. Um, this is interesting and exciting. And so let's start to unpack that a little bit. Can we talk a bit about, um, about what healthcare benefits look like for support staff in vet medicine? I mean, what do you see as you look around the country? I mean, as, as you know, as that podcast kind of touched on, there really aren't a lot of benefits. Um, so, you know, for me, I was experienced enough that I could, you know, weigh two different job options. And if this job offered maybe a dollar more, but it didn't offer benefits, I could mm -hmm. kind of weigh those options. There's not always going to be that opportunity for, you know, technicians, especially if they're fresh out of school or younger. Um, so, and it's, it's, there really aren't a lot of practices, especially the small independent ones that are able to offer healthcare. There's so many right. other things that they're trying to focus on. Well, totally. And those, the, the independent practices are, are near and dear to my heart. And there's no, that's not shade, uh, towards corporate practices, I, I, they're wonderful people. They're doing great work, and and I love it. But I I have, as someone who is a sort of a little independent small business owner, um, I share a heart with those guys, and and I and I I want them to be able to keep and retain uh, great staff. And then the other thing is, like, I don't want great staff to feel like they have to leave the independent practices because they're not getting the basic things that they need. And so we, we've got to figure that out and, and figure out how can smaller independent practices offer the benefits that, that are going to keep technicians and, um, and that they're going to be able to afford. And so that's kind of where, where we sort of come into this. Can you go ahead and start to kind of lay out what PSI vet is offering kind of what, what they unveiled in January? And um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting initiative. There, there's uh, <laughs> there's a lot of options involved with it. Yeah. But let's start at a high level. Just at a high level, what is PSI Vet got? What are they rolling out? Um, how are they going to help uh, technicians, support staff, and then also small businesses with healthcare? So we have actually currently five different options for the small okay. business owner to offer to their staff. Um, so we go from everywhere all the way down to just a virtual basic plan. So it's only telehealth. Um, and it goes all the way up to a level-funded major medical plan. And then in between, we have these other four options um, that they can really just, it's really customizable so that whatever works for their practice, and they can kind of mix and match. So maybe the virtual basic is what like three of their 19-year-old techs want. That's They just want simple, very easy coverage. But then they've got, you know, some older associates that want to actually take care of full coverage. We have something to kind of offer for everybody in the practice. So. It seems to me like what, P, what PSI is sort of offering is uh, some very, very basic packages that are very affordable and, uh, and, are, and are pretty customizable. So start with the telehealth. Like, so, um, so what does that mean? If I, was a, if I was a practice owner, tell me what that, what that means for the telehealth program. Like what, what, is that, what does that service look like? It's really just 
exactly how it sounds. So it's all virtual telemedicine. So they can't go to a doctor with that insurance, but mm-hmm. they can go um, and, you know, anything. It's got dermatology. It also has some behavioral health consults available to it, which we know is important right now. Um, and then just, you know, cold cough flu, um, something like that, that they don't actually need to go to a, a general practitioner or urgent care for. Cool. Gotcha. And then, um, and then all the way up, give me the top, the, the, the top line. If I went to the all in option, what, what does that kind of include? The all-in option is a major medical like you're used to. The sure. difference between our major medical and a major medical like some practices have is that ours is what's called level funded. So that means that you have the ability to, at the end of the year, if you have a really healthy crew, um, you you kind of pay into multiple buckets when you pay for insurance premiums. You pay into this claims bucket. If you don't use that claims bucket because you have a healthy crew, you can potentially get those dollars back and use them to kind of provide more benefits to your staff if you wanted to. Are you able to sort of talk about uh, price points and kind of what a practice owner would be looking at for the PSI programs? I can talk about for the ones up until we get to um, the real insurance plans, because Mm -hmm. those are going to be dependent upon age, claims, history, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, But so the virtual basic is really affordable. So it's either $17 or $27 a month. Um, And so that it depends on what kind of um, prescription plan they pick. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the basic plan, which includes telemedicine, but also includes being able to go to urgent care or general practitioner, that one is $75 a month. Um, The virtual basic, I should mention, covers an entire family. Um, The basic, just that $75 is for the employee. Right. Um, And then we start to kind of go into the other plans, which are going to range anywhere from like $75 for the basic plus to all the way up to like $300, $400 for level funded. Right. Cool. So I, I wanted to get those those numbers out because I think they're those are sort of important. When you look at what PSI is doing, you're talking about a seventy five dollar a month option for for support staff, and it's um, you know it's um as a set number of features that it offers. But we have, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you have any sort of insight on what percentage of our technicians or support staff are without health insurance, but it's mm-hmm. it's significantly higher than it should be. I mean, and these are these are people who don't have any sort of coverage at all. Um, have you found that to be true? Yeah. And even some of them have said, you know what, and or even practice owners have said to us, some of my staff does take advantage of the healthcare that I offer, but because it's a high deductible plan so that I could get the premiums down for them, they don't go to the doctor because they can't afford to pay for the deductible. So even supplementing it with something like a basic plan so that it's only $75 a month, but they'll actually go to the doctor has been beneficial to some practice owners. No, that, that, makes, um, that makes a ton of sense. You guys partnered with Talkspace, the online counseling platform, correct? That's true. So our insurance partner, which is called Vault Consulting, when we were kind of talking to them about the needs and we've really developed, obviously we went from one plan to now we have all of the plans. Um, We talked about how important mental health was in our industry. And so they are the ones who kind of brought on board Talkspace. That, I think that's so smart. Uh, you know, we talk so much about compassion fatigue and burnout and mental health and depression and things like that in in our industry. Uh, uh, some of those, and I'm not, uh, you know, in any way knocking uh, your traditional uh, therapy appointments or anything like that. But boy, the um, the the convenience and the flexibility and being able to talk to somebody on, uh, online or schedule an appointment through an app and then and then talk to them on on the time that works in your schedule. That has been so important for so many veterinary professionals that I know. Um, I just I love that you guys do that. I really applaud you for for that partnership. I think that that's something super easy and useful, and uh, I I think a lot of our uh, of our colleagues uh, will find will find benefit in that. 
Yeah, I think the crew, the age of the crew that's in clinics right now really kind of, they see it. You know, you and I are on the cusp of that millennial generation, but them, mm -hmm. they really value, they don't want to go lay on a couch and talk about their problems. They want to text about their problems. Sure. Um, and so yeah. it's really beneficial for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're exactly right. So, so, so I love it. Where um, can people go to get more information on PSI Vets programs? Is there a good landing place for them? Um, do, do they reach out directly uh, to you if they want more information? What, is, what does that look like? They can either reach out directly to me or we do have a website set up. So the website is PSIHealthCareInitiative.com. Um, they can look at frequently asked questions, explore the different plans. They can schedule a call with our partner, Vault, um, if they want to kind of review things. The first step usually is just getting a census from the practice to kind of get a feel of the age and everything of, of the people in the practice who may be interested in taking um, a part of it. But um, that's going to be your best step is to go to the website. Cool. I'll put that down in the uh, description of the podcast so that people can find it. So PSI Healthcare Initiative. And uh, if they want to contact you, where would they be able to find you? Mine is really easy, so come straight to me. It's employeebenefits at psivet.com. Sounds great. I'll put that in there as well. Anything else that we should know about uh, before we wrap up today? I think the biggest thing is just we really, this is the number one thing that our members came to us with. When we, we asked our members, we did a survey, how can PSI help you? You know, we have 5,400 independent veterinary members now. And so when that was what they asked us for, and it's a problem that everybody kind of sees, but nobody really wanted to talk about or touch on because nobody really understood how to do it. Mm -hmm. So we've really, you know, we started with this one big idea that didn't work at all. It failed. <laughs> and then we kind of developed another big idea and that failed. So we really have worked really hard to make this the best offering we can within the industry um, and and for the sole reason of just providing affordable health care to the industry. Yeah, it's I, I love the mission uh, that you guys are on. I, I love the idea of getting uh, of getting better coverage for uh, for our support staff, especially, but for all of yeah. our professionals. So thank you for what you're doing. I will put links down below for anybody who wants to find it. Um, thank you so much for being here. I really enjoy talking with you and I'm excited to help you get the word out about what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. And that is our episode. Guys, again, this episode was sponsored and brought to you by PSI Vet. If you want to learn more about their services and what they can do, head over to PSIVet.com. That's P-S-I-V-E-T.com. Gang, have a great day. We'll talk to you again soon.